Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. Now, I love the bonus call. Just a little blip of financial advice on a Tuesday. We drop it. We get to hear what's on your mind. And also, you know, in a lot of ways, it is really good for my other job at CBS because I I understand what you guys are all thinking about and what questions you have. And it certainly allows me to probably create better segments for our TV audience. So basically, don't do it for you. Do it for me. It makes me better at my job. All you have to do is send an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com and we will get you on the air. Paul from Connecticut is up next. Paul, what can we do for you? How can we help you out today? I have a question about long-term investing, both my 401k and my 403b. I am convinced that in 2018 or 2019, we're going to have a major market correction. Yeah. I have, up to this point, been in low-cost index funds, and I wonder, just preemptively, if I should switch everything totally temporarily into something... Uh, that is less equities, and then jump back into equities after the correction. I love how you made like the jump right back. (laughs) I'm going to time it perfectly. Yes, of course, because you know you're even making fun of yourself before I give you the response that that's so easy, right? I mean, she says dripping with sarcasm. They do sarcasm in Connecticut, too, not just New York. Okay. How old are you? 37. Married, single? Married, three kids. Three kids. How old are they? Seven, five, and two. How much money do you have in your 401k and your 403b right now? Well, not enough, but here's here's what I got. 150000 in my 401k. Mm-hmm. My 403b, I have um, 30000 10000 and 6000 So, oh, excuse me, that was my 529. Oh, okay. I, I, I meant. All right. What's in the 403b? 403b is 20000 That's my wife. Okay, that's your wife. Okay. So how much do you guys make together? About 230000 A house? Yes. A mortgage? 450000 What's the rate? About 3.9%. Nice. What's it worth? Yeah, it's a good good rate. What's the house worth? The house is worth six hundred. Okay. Very good. Are the 529 plans in age-based plans, or are, they, are you just uh, managing those yourself? I am managing them. Uh, low-cost index funds. Okay. And if you gave me the allocation breakdown for, let's do the 529s first. Is it is it all is it all stocks? Yes. Same with the 401k and the 403b? Every nickel I have invested is 100% index fund stocks. Okay. I'm going to take a breath right now with you. Ready? That's, I'm ready. That is is makes my life so much easier in a funny way because I can give you this great piece of advice, which I know you know already. You just want to hear me say it. It's like going to the doctor and saying like, Doc, should I actually exercise more and eat less (laughs) or should I just have a bacon, egg, cheese on a muffin every Every day? day. (laughs) Okay, so you don't need to be 100% in equities and that's why you're probably feeling a little anxious right now. Because you and I can agree that nobody can time the market because it is basically proven over time that over the long term, no one can actually time the market. But I agree agree with you in that I don't know if it's 2018 and I don't know if it's 2019. I don't know if it's 2020, but nobody has repealed the business cycle 
And nobody has figured out a way to stop stocks from going down periodically. So there will be a correction and a recession at some point. And a portfolio that is 100% in stocks is going to get hammered. So the good news is, first of all, your kids are young. I mean, if your kids were older, I might say, gee, you know, you want to even be more conservative with that. But let's put that aside for a second. At the very least, you would concede that having 100% in stocks is very risky. So what is the right amount of money that you would put into bonds at least to just protect yourself on the downside. And I would suggest that it would be somewhere in the vicinity of 30%. And if you felt really anxious, you might say, I'll do 40%, but I don't even think that's where you are. I think that if you put 30% in the bond in a bond index in each of these accounts, when the eventual downturn would come, you would be feeling crappy like the rest of us, but not as crappy right. as you would have felt. And the only caveat that I have for you is this. If we change your allocation right now, let's say that we get nothing. Let's say that 2018 is another good year and the S&P 500 ends up 15%. You've mm-hmm. got to pinky swear to me that you're not going to chase back into the market. So you are. if you make a change in this allocation right now, you're making a change in this allocation for, let's call it five years, because okay. you cannot second guess yourself. If you're going to do that, you might as well just stay 100% in stocks, suck it up, and when the downturn comes, you know, get a little kaopectate, slug a little bit on the side, and don't worry about it. Because you know it's going to come back. The thing that's funny for you, let's look at like your, when you would need the money soonest. Because of the age of your kids, it's the 529 plans you'd have to tap soonest. So that would mean that, let's let's pull the clock back. Let's pretend you're calling me in in 2007. And the market is, you know, going, you know, going great guns. And it's the beginning of 2007. And you asked me the same question. I'd give you the same advice. And then by 2008, when the financial crisis hit, you would say, oh, I wish I'd put made it 50-50 instead of 70-30. Right. And then when the market came back, by you know, started coming back in 2009, you'd say, oh, crap, I wish I was 100 percent in stocks. But the reality is, if you had a 70-30 portfolio in the year 2007, 10 years later, you'd be in good shape, even if you invested right at the tippy top. So what I would say to you is this. 10 years is when we think you're going to need the money soonest. That's the seven-year-old, 17, going to college, right? So I think that if you're going to get really freaked out about anything, that's the first account that needs to be tapped. And even with that, I think 70-30 is fine because you're an aggressive dude. The reality is you're not going to pick the top or the bottom. Whatever allocation you pick should be kind of your 10-year money or at least five-year money. And if you start messing around with the allocation, you will make the same dumb mistake that we all make, which is we think we're smarter than the market. And we're not. We're just not. So you just want to find an allocation that keeps you invested, allows you to get the upside, but mitigates some of the damage on the downside. Can you do that, Paul? I will do my best, uh, certainly on the five-year plan and the pinky swear. Okay. If we're pinky swearing, then I feel much better. So thank you so much for calling. Good luck. And uh, if you get nervous or you need some more moral support, just give us a call back, okay? Very good. Thank you. All right. Take care. 
Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. 